No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Mel Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Look, there's a bug right here. Smack! <laughs> it was a secret. Now we know, we know we lost it once we all start seeing bugs. Mm-hmm. Hey, now. 
No heads talking. <laughs> no simple road family. What's happening? Everybody? Hey, Holiday, everybody. What's How's up? everybody doing out there today? We're doing We're pretty doing good. Fun. Don't lie. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of tough, you know, but it's all good. Yeah. I, uh, you know, when this all started, I thought to myself, you know, it's going to be what I thought self, the Corona. Okay. I thought, you know, maybe for the first one or two heads talking, we'll talk about it. And then there'll be other stuff going on. There'll be stuff to talk about. And then now here we are. Yeah, there, I mean, there is other yeah, stuff to talk about, to but yeah, it, it, it's, it's almost impossible not to also talk. By the way, the PC term is COVID-19. So yeah. you sound intelligent. You're not supposed to call it Corona anymore. Why? I don't like that military that's, name for it. That, that That's, I don't know. That's what everybody's calling Everybody it. Is I think, calling I think calling it's because it coronavirus anymore. is like the kind of virus that it is. It's, it's a like novel a, coronavirus. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> this is the amplified COVID-19 version. Like the Jimi Hendrix version. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, COVID-19 then. We'll go with that. I, <laughs> so when the whole COVID-19 thing started. 19. 19. 19. <laughs> 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 as I do, you just refer to it as this shit. This shit. Yeah, this Since this shit started. The shit show. So uh, everybody's been going through ups and downs with this. and Uh-uh. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I oh, have to, except for Melanie. No. Oh. I've had perfectly balanced emotions can this you, entire can you time. Stop for a second. Come here. <laughs> you have thing on your eyebrow and it's driving me nuts. Maybe that was okay. the bug. Come here, because you have this thing on your mustache. I, he, he does. does. He, has he, has a white, he has a white hair that's Come like Stand looks by. like it's coming out of his nose. Yeah. It's connected it's to my there. mustache. It's, yeah, hurt. that's, that's his. It that's looks his like, mustache. It looks that like you're that trying hair to is off. trying to pick your nose. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's like going, little, little. okay. Now that we're all cleaned up, now that you guys touched each other's faces. That oh. guy. <laughs> come on, writer. Come here. You got something? No. Six feet. Um, oh. Okay. So let's talk about that whole six feet thing. Six feet under. Yeah. I don't understand, and I know this sounds stupid. It's pretty easy to stay six feet away from other people, but. We all live together. So am I supposed to stay six feet away from you guys? If well, you want to. If I told you 60 <laughs> inches, would that make it easier for I you? Would, I would rather you guys stay six feet away from me at all times oh, anyway. Like regardless of flu. Like How come I can't come get an honest near answer? Me? Does anybody here know? I I'm think sorry, it's I'm at you. 72 inches, not 60. Yeah. <laughs> that only be five feet. Because <laughs> the COVID-19 is spread through... Things lingering in the air or other surfaces that can contaminate Mm -hmm. being in a shared space with somebody is no bueno. So the more distance you have around somebody, the less chances you are to. We're all breathing the same air anyway. It's not just the air. It's it's touching stuff. Yeah, like we live in the same house. I think if one of us is going to get gets it. So I saw a, a video on this today at work for real, like from in educate the people. Mel. Yeah. Well, OK, so well, they sent a and they I don't know, like this is our the the higher ups got this video from a doctor in New York who is um, it's a twelve hundred bed uh, hospital. And they used to do things like, you know, surgeries and open hearts and all that kind of stuff. Well, now they strictly do covid-19 things and. 
there is a lot of misinformation out there, as everybody knows, because some of it is, you know, there is just ridiculous. But what he was saying was in a situation where families live together and someone starts coming down with any, you know, any of those symptoms that COVID-19 has, the body aches, the fever, whatever, you have to immediately sequester yourself for two days, like into your room. And during that time, if people do have contact with you, as long as they're masked and gloved and are cleaning any shared surfaces, it's not that they're going to automatically get it. So Mm. you won't automatically get it if you are taking those precautions. So after those two days, if you are still showing symptoms of COVID, then you probably have it. And you need to stay quarantined unless you cannot breathe because that is one of the things that happens. So if it gets to that point, that's when you would go to the hospital. You don't go to the hospital if you wait those two days. You continue to feel like shit after that. You know you've got or you suspect you have COVID and now you're going to the hospital for what? They can't do anything for you and that's how you're spreading it out because you're symptomatic now and you're out and about in this hospital setting. I, I have to ask a question. I'll answer as best as I can. I'm not the guy, <laughs> I but, know. but I got but the information. Did watch the I did watch the video. <laughs> so if you are symptomatic and you decide that it's time to self-quarantine yourself, isn't it too fucking late for everybody in your house because you were contagious up to the point that you were symptomatic? Yeah, for two it weeks. possibly can be too late. However, if you do, it, everybody keeps saying it's at the onset, the second you're feeling out of whack. And everybody knows that, but Sometimes we just ignore it. It's hard to tell. Well, you wake up and you're a little bit more, you know, groggy or your mood is weirder. Or that happens to me normally. I, yeah, I, well, but during yeah. this time, this is when you pay attention to it. So that's why they were saying a one or two day quarantine is not that big of a deal if you're questioning yourself. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't know. That's why I said after those two days, if you're fine, then it was probably just like some little muck you were working through in NBD. Like, go about your day. But if after those two days, you're still not right and you're feeling you know achy and you know not being able to breathe and stuff like that's a whole different thing um so i don't know if i answered your question yeah you did yeah you may have been contagious one but if you um quarantine and you know use those precautions that they're telling you to use wash your hands wear gloves um, don't touch your face um all those types of things then you will limit that. Yeah, just it's not I, a. It's not a death sentence. Yeah, you know but it's I mean? just like reducing the chances. Exactly. It's not gonna. Yeah. So what I wanted to talk about on this episode was the mental part of um, being in quarantine because everybody's going through it right now, and it's. I don't know if it's different for everybody. I think kind of everybody's going through a little bit of the same trip with it. We watched that uh, that video of Jason. Um, help me out, Silva. Jason Silva, the other day, and what he was saying was really awesome and poignant. Like you've had your liberty taken away from you against your will. You. Um, we, we don't have the freedom that we had two, three weeks ago. And so that causes certain psychological effects of whatever 
to, to people. And so everybody's going through their trip with this. And I know for myself, like it's a, it's a fine line between agitation and feeling hopeful and then anxiety. That's like the three things that I've gone through during this. Like, and then not to mention wanting to sleep until it's over, like (laughs) constantly trying to go to sleep and (laughs) just to make it go away. And then having dreams about it like this morning. Um, And then trying to occupy yourself with whatever creative thing you do or um, playing music or drawing or watching TV. And then that stuff kind of you start running out of stuff to do after a little while. And then it's like, okay, now what? And that's when the agitation sets in. And I, I got pissed today, man. I was in my room fucking yelling. I was supposed to be in fucking California right now. This is fucking bullshit. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> so, I I don't know. What what about you, Mel? Mm, uh, these last couple of days were, have been more challenging for me than the last week or two because it's hard, first of all, to see you the one who was usually kind of strong and even cute. I don't know. Like you're just, you're my rock. So when you get like worn down, then that affects me, you know, in my own way. And I'm, I'm still positive and all that stuff, but like I'm affected. Like, I feel like I saw a bomb and I saw like people's body parts fall away. Like I, that's what it feels like to me when I look at the faces of the people that are coming into the store. Mel works in a grocery store, for those of you that don't know that. So, front line. So, there's been every single day I go to work, there's a new protocol or a new thing that we have to enact or a new something. So, it's, it's constantly changing. And then, the, you know, us being able to talk to each other like friends is kind of out the question how you can talk to somebody six feet away. You know what I mean? Like, and kind of be <laughs> private conversation. Like, so how's it going? Yeah. Man? <laughs> so you see what Joe's wearing today. All loud. No. <laughs> yeah. Like it's taken away anybody's ability to be personal. And I am a very personal person. Like I just am. I always have been. I'm and it's wearing on me. See, like seeing people and then, like usually I'm like oh on my on the inside I'm like oh you're fine Mel you're cool and even like my oh you're fine you're cool Mel thing is like whatever (laughs) you know and I don't feel hopeless I feel like come on (laughs) yeah yeah come on already I wanna stop so I'm what were you saying about going outside today oh like it's so gorgeous out like the sun is shining and the weather is so perfect and I was like driving home and I was like I saw this girl walking like by herself with her headphones being cute doing her little jog and I was like oh I want to and then the second I turned down the street I was like oh I don't want to like 
I don't want to. I don't want to be outside because it's weird. Even on walks, like, you know, people walk way, way far away from you, which is good because you're, you know, you want to avoid your that contact or whatever. It's it's all fine. It's just a new strange world that we're living in and it's it's hurting me. Like it hurts my spirit. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like it's doing. It's like really attacking my spirit. And that's what it feels like. And I have all these amazing things to do. I could do those friggin' two and a half yoga sessions. I could do get lost in my friggin' collaging. I could call some friends. I'm doing those YouTube thing or not YouTube, but like stuff on Instagram. And like, still, it's. I just I feel like that I'm waiting for it to just be over. Yeah. Yep. It's not like occupying my time is like a stopwatch like okay now if i keep just next, th- what, next. what you know well, that was two hours <laughs> mm-hmm. when it's hard to cons it's hard to really it's hard to get 100 percent into anything right now yeah like okay i'm gonna do this and you set it out and like ah no. yes everything <sighs> feels Start like it looking, tastes like nothing yeah yeah yeah, food. Oh, really. no, that chicken parmesan. Oh, that was yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was awesome. It tasted like Come chicken parmesan yeah. for no, sure. I just the, hard, the hard thing, too, is like <laughs> what you're just saying with the weather. For this to be happening at the beginning of spring, this is springtime. This is when everything, all the animal, you know, everything's out alive. The air is nice. Today was literally the most beautiful day I've ever seen. Yeah, and that makes it harder. This it is, so, I mean, that I everybody, talking- this is when life is blooming. This is when we're supposed to be living mm-hmm. and brushing off the winter and but now it's like no you have to stay in quit doing things me and Aaron were outside earlier and I was like this is the perfect day it's so nice it's like the perfect day to like go for a hike barbecue at the park barbecue at the park go to the beach but I guess I'll go inside and play video games for a while I guess so what about you Ryder like honestly I'm fine (laughs) Yay. Yeah, like I, I'm, like it sucks. I'm ready for it not to be like this. But one rider's doing the same thing. You're working. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm working. My job has made it. I'm actually very thankful to my job right now because they've made it very easy for me to stay sanitary. The way they've set everything up, they've made um, the interactions that I have to go into um, very brief. Um, if we can, like it's weird not being able to interact with people, but I'm like, like I'm happy to do it. If it means that this gets done like over with faster and people, less people are going to get sick and die. Like, yeah, I I like last, last night on the patio, you said to me, just that we're just sitting. He's all, I think I'm the cleanest I've ever been in my life. I am. I'm hands down the cleanest I've ever, I have (laughs) hand sanitizer in my, um, uh, cup holder at the front with sanitizer wipes for my steering wheel in the back of my van, I have a hand wash station. I have a desanit or a sanitization station at the side of my van. Like every entry point to my work van, I have a way to clean myself and stay sterile. And yeah, I'm still working ten hour days. My weekends, it sucks not being able to go for like a hike or a walk, and it sucks like seeing everyone stuck and in this shitty time but as far as me personally the most fucked up thing that's happened to me that like i will admit i had a panic panic attack uh this week for the first time in probably three years 
but it had nothing to do with COVID nineteen. Oh, when you got it's worried. all family stuff. But uh, yeah, Apple. I this this weekend I felt it more. Well, yeah, I mean we're getting more into this. This weekend I felt it more than anything yet. I was because I was looking forward to all week. Because same thing, I'm still working five days a week, uh, a little overtime sometimes. What we're still open and so last week it was like we're we're here we're all proud like we're servicing the cannabis community and, and it's like okay everybody could have stocked up by now i i have really mixed feelings about whether i should be going to work or not i'm really glad i am that i have a job and then i'm getting a paycheck and then i'm getting out of the house cuz like this like you, you keep there and keep saying to me i'm getting ready to go to work in the morning he's like dude you're it's like i know and i get there and everything's good but then by the end of the day Right now, it's really hard to tell, and nobody wants to be, like, paranoid, or it's hard not to be right now. It's allergy season up here. Everything's coated in pollen. Everybody has allergies. And and then if you sneeze or sniffle or anything out in public or at work, everybody You're shamed. Yeah, everybody can't help but, like, oh, gross. And Mm -hmm. you don't want to say, I don't feel good. Because then we've had to say, what are you doing here? That's huge. Yeah. Right now. And that's hard. Like you're talking about like, like the two day, you know, being safe thing. Well, like our policy at work and most places you hear of, if somebody's sick, feels they need to stay home. It's like, you're home for two weeks, go home, you know, we'll lay off, collect unemployment. You can come back when this is over with, or in two weeks, whatever. And also the same thing like that. You can come back with a doctor's note. Well, a lot of doctors aren't even doing it. You know, they can't do anything. Mm -hmm. so it's all just very confusing it's the big question mark of not really knowing what's going on and my life is still pretty much as normal but this weekend i felt i usually love watching tv and so i mean i still enjoyed it today but just the thought of knowing i'd I'd be fine laying on my couch watching the series all day knowing that i could go out to dinner this evening like we could all go down to the bar and have it you know not that we do that often but we like to go out and eat you like the option of doing something, going to the movies, going, like Aaron said, we were supposed to be gone for six days down in Ventura right now. You know, it's all those things you can't help. You try, like Mel said, we're all staying positive as we can, but in the back, it's really hard. This is this is weighing on people. Everybody's getting a little sillier and a little, you know, Dylan, I mean, once you keep trying to convince yourself or you get to that point where you're just kind of like <laughs> like okay all right I'm, I'm good i'm good you know it's just it's all a little crazy and i going back to work tomorrow and that's good but it's also i have mixed emotions and like mel said the the public's getting weirder it's everybody's starting to you see it on their faces people don't people don't like people coming in even our regular you can tell they really don't want to be there or they're like confused everybody's just kind of like and now with masks on, all you see is eyes. All you, mm-hmm. So you can't see if somebody's smiling mm-hmm. or giving you a, you know, for all you see is fucking kind of dead eyes. And that's like, like when me and Aaron went to the grocery store this morning, it was really weird. Just walk in, you know, we're going up down the, we didn't realize, which is smart on their behalf. They made the aisles one way. So you kind of snake through the grocery store. And we didn't That's realize so it. Weird. We're wandering. We we did it a few times, and yeah. then the one lady, yeah. and she was very nice about it. I can imagine, you know, she was a little 
to the point, but she's probably doing that she's probably all day said long. said it 5,000 yeah. times today. Like, hey, gentlemen, didn't you, did you not notice that we have them? It's like, oops, sorry. And, you know, it makes it even more like cattle. Look at the signs, and idiots. That's it's on the floor, yeah. though. Like, who's looking at the floor? Yeah, I wasn't really staring, but now I will be. Yeah. Even Ryder said, he's like, yeah, that's where they're putting all that's the That's where all the signs now. are now. You got to... So yeah, I mean, Did I'm you doing just good. Cough? Sorry. Yeah. See, we all just turn, we all just look at Aaron. Oh, kill it's him! Lysol. It's Spray him with Lysol. It's so weird going into people's houses right now because every time I go into someone's house, they are always like standing on the opposite side of the room <laughs> of me, or like you farted, or they'll leave me alone in their home. They will let me in. Tell me what's wrong and then go into another room. And I'm like, I don't, I'm honestly not comfortable with this. Like, yeah, get used to it. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, okay. So that's four people. I had to count just now. One, two, two three, four. four. Yeah, four. four. That's well, four people. And let's throw in the Your dog. Math has too. gotten worse. Dar- <laughs> like, even Darwin, we keep joking about Darwin's loving this, but he's not. No, he, he, he was at first, well, but now he's picking up on all our emotions. He's a little down. True. Just because, and he knows too. I mean, you guys are taking him for walks, but like probably little shorter walks than normal, well, and I, not as many. I can't. This came kind of like coincided with my left wrist injury, and so I literally can't take Darwin for a walk. And that was my, always my way of like blowing off my steam. Like I'd go on like an hour and a half walk with Darwin, and we'd come home like panting. But it was like so great, and now. I can't hold the leash at all. Like if he decides to pull my wrist, my wrist He's is going snapped. wherever he wants. Yeah. Break yeah. He'll literally break me. So like, it like, I mean, all this seems like whining and I, I feel like it's whining, but I mean, it's you're life, allowed though. to whine. I know. Shit sucks. Well, right we're now. sorry. So, I don't, I think everybody, I mean, it, it, it probably, it sounds well, like our, it more to us than yeah. to other, but I think everybody's the same. We're staying positive, but. Look, we're just being real. We we did this when my fucking dad died. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to put on a fake face and be like, stay positive out there, everybody. I just mean, like, I feel like I'm whining about it. No, you're not. You're just getting, I asked. Yeah. I asked. And like this too, that's what's. I don't like hearing it. I guess that's what it is. You know what I mean? I don't like my own self hearing it. Before we started this, I'm sure it's on all our, it's like, what are we going to talk about? We don't want to talk about that, but what are we going to talk about? Well, I mean, it's different when we're doing yeah. interview. Well, we got to get not it out. Really even when we're doing interviews now, because it's it's the it's elephant everywhere. in the room. Yeah. It's it's everything. Yeah. yeah. So we went to a grocery store, a local grocery store here yesterday. Mel and I did. And as we were walking around in the grocery store, they were playing over the loudspeaker this repeating message of avoid public gatherings that's weird stay six that's feet yeah apart. i was fearing that when i went with you today blah, luckily blah, they're blah, not blah, doing that blue, blue, the blue. Other. and and so it really did seem dystopian and it 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 colors this whole thing in a really different spooky light that's going on so so there's a whole other part of this that we've we haven't we've discussed it interpersonally but not as a group it's and i wanted to bring it up today when we did this and you know, the psychedelic community has a lot of people that are into conspiracy theories, right? It, those two kind of go together. And also we are not that trusting of our government. We are not the most trusting group of people f- of our leaders. 
And so I think one of the things that makes this, at least for me, harder is knowing that the information or not knowing that the information that I'm getting from quote unquote trusted sources is, is real, true, right information. So I feel afloat, adrift in this sea of unknowing because I, I don't personally, I don't trust anything that has to do with the media. It's this, yeah, it's, it's a disinformation and a propaganda campaign as far as I'm concerned. Yet we still quote them. And I'm getting there. And so, <laughs> and so there's so much, uh, ambiguity because all these different sources are saying different things and, you know, then add in social media in there where anybody can say something there. You don't have to be an expert. I could put on there that cantaloupe cures COVID-19 and it's actually honeydew melon. Uh, see, and, and then, then just throw in some hashtag yeah, or something. Yeah. Hashtag, hashtag honeydew is the cure and <laughs> off we go. And that's a, that's a silly example, but guess what? That shit happens for real oh, all yeah. the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I saw there was there I saw that on the news. There was like some religious organization that was selling was selling a certain vitamin or something. Oh yeah. Did you see it? That, and like Trey was like eighty dollars a bottle and charging their congregation and like putting it on like it's like so you buy this, up. it's the cure. Only eighty dollars. Yeah. He went now. on charge. Like didn't they? they char- I think yeah. they got in yeah. trouble. That's why it made the news. So for it's any like, of you, you out there that that have thought about buying that shit, just think about this: if God has the cure, He will give it to you for free. Just saying. Yeah, it's true. Just saying. If you know what, right? Did you hear? Did you, there's like a evangelical church that said that they bought like twelve of these air purifier machines. That if you have it when you come in, you're not gonna have it when you come out. And they got in a whole bunch of trouble. Just gonna suck it out. Of they told they, they told everyone to congregate at their at their church. They're like, ignore that, ignore that thing. Just come in. We've got these we got purifiers. purifiers. There's nothing gonna be wrong. And then everyone came and they got in a whole bunch of trouble. Well, the, and and they get here's sick? your sign. I mean, yeah, I here's just totally. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't follow it that deeply. Shit. Yeah, I want to know if they were all here. What if they all were healed? What if that's the end of the story? (laughs) And all those people floated home with wings. It's funny, I was just going to say, well, well, in different news, we got to talk about the Tiger King. Even now it came out, you see that? He's in isolation, with possibly having the COVID virus in prison. No. Have you heard about all of the like high profile um, people in prison that are saying that they have it so they can get isolation so they stop getting beat up? No. Yeah. um, What's his face? The... The uh, R. Kelly? No, um, Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein said he got it he because he was getting shit. beat uh, up in <laughs> in prison. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got the itis. I got the itis. You gotta put me away. So, like I was saying, that there's that amb- ambiguous nature to this thing that that for me is the hard part because there's no end date, and then I think a lot of us feel like this. Like I didn't ask for my reality to be fucking altered. You know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a strange thing. And, and then my friends, like I have, we, we have no simple road family that lives on the East coast in New York city. I want to touch my face. Good catch though. That was a good catch. So bad. That was a good catch. Thanks. Um, that are really upset, man. And like legitimately frightened. Like when I see this person's face, he's scared, man. And I, 
for me, like I'm the kind of person I want to do something about it. You know what I mean? Like I want to make that better. The dad and the grandpa in me wants to fix it. And there's nothing that anybody, we can't do anything other than yeah, there, you can't Stay volunteer connected. to do anything. You're, everybody's helpless. People would normally be volunteer. I mean, well, there's people can't. that are doing like meals, meals on yeah, okay, wheels and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. But like I, I said this to Mel in, in the kitchen before we started. There's only a select few people that really, really know what's going on right now. And that's the healthcare workers that are dealing with patients that have COVID-19. That's it. Everything else is fucking suspect because if you haven't seen it and watched it, then it, it, it could be hearsay or conjecture Yep, all the way down the line. So those people are the only ones that really know what's going on. So if you're getting your information from them, you're probably good to go. But beyond that, it's, it's this, who knows what the hell, like, okay. And I love going to bed early it's great i'm i'm really enjoying that part of this it's it's nice and the working from home thing pretty cool i like that i after this is over i hope that that continues and we can just go into the office one or two days a week that would be really sweet but it's like apple said the part of this that's difficult is having the options removed and well, then it feels like a prison sentence. Yeah, you know? to having our freedom, and especially in this country, we're really used to our freedoms. Yeah. 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 I it, what? Oh, it's just texting with the with the one of our lead. Yeah, I just blanked out. I was just texting today. Believe it or not. Sweet. Oh, <laughs> good job. With, with Cody, and we're both like sends pictures of his backyard, hanging out at home, and you know, just we back and forth a couple times. It was like, yeah, I guess. All right, I guess we should quit complaining. We're we're basically quarantined in our beautiful houses. Mm-hmm. You know, could always be worse. We're. I got a a text from um, one of the No Simple Road family this morning from from Joey, and he was having a, a nice time last night. We'll say that. And uh, he said, I'm so quarantined right now, but really having an amazing night with a psychedelic experience. And you're always my home base on people to reach out to who appreciate stuff like this. This is my fam chat. We're leaning on each other so much right now. It's pretty beautiful. Much love, man. I'm all over the place right now, sitting alone in my living room. My girlfriend's asleep. We had a good day. Sending love to you and Apple and Mel. So I wrote him back, and this is what you're talking about i said this makes me smile ear to ear as i grind the crust from my eyes and see another day captive in luxury full fridge netflix for company feeling the current flow beneath the waves of uncertainty it's family that's what it is it's our family reaching out from the other side calling each other on the bat phone of the mind linking up like some huge mech warrior in some japanese anime i hear the call underneath we will get by we will survive so I pick up my phone and I press it to my ear and I say something. But it it's captive in luxury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, that's that's the American like, woe is me. Like, yep. oh, dude, I feel so sorry for you in your big house in the hills with the fucking refrigerator that, well, full of yeah, food. I was just going to say it brings to mind that you can be anywhere. And if your mind is gross, it doesn't matter what you have around you. That, yeah. That's what it is. You can be in a garbage can. You can be in a billion dollar 
freaking castle and if your mind is garbage you're garbage so what do we do man what what we can have we do? Well, I was gonna say, just, the, I was just gonna say the one thing to it is the, I mean, the thing we were most worried about a few <clears> weeks <throat> ago because we all work and you know we're not rich by any means but we're you know have money is we were afraid we weren't we stocked up on grocery that that doesn't seem to be changing then mel works in it i hear from other workers like we were talking about it yesterday. There's plenty of food. The food is coming to the grocery stores. Mm-hmm. They only get so much there at once because there's only so many loading docks and trucks take a while to unload. Mm-hmm. So even if they had a thousand coming to once, you know, you can only do so many in a day. There, every time we go to the grocery store, there's more. There seems to be more each time we go. A week and a half ago, there was hardly anything in the butcher thing. And now yeah, it's that's stocked true. up and... You know, that doesn't seem to be a problem, but people are still panicking and making the lines. Well, I think that people are still um, buying a lot of food at one time also because they still are not wanting, they're still quarantined. So, well, yeah, they don't, they want to go once. Yeah, they're not, it's not a daily shopping trip after work to pick something up for dinner. It's like, no, they're minimizing their their exposure. Exactly. Which I appreciate because people are like apologizing and I'm like, if this is going to keep you and whoever you're buying for away, then don't apologize. Yeah. Like spend the 280, go for it and don't (laughs) come back for two or three weeks, you know? Yeah. It's, it's tough to know what to do, man. And I know that the people that we interact with as, as no simple road are generally a extremely positive light kind of people. Vibrant. Yeah. Like, I haven't, I haven't had anybody hit me up complaining. Nobody. Everybody's just like communicating. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? We love you. Yeah. How are you guys? We're good. Right. Check-ins. That, and that's rad. But I know that a majority of people out there are having the same journey that we are. I know it. They, it's got to be. I mean, I haven't sent anybody any yeah, texts I wouldn't. I wouldn't reach out and say that to anybody because I'm not going to harsh anyone's groove at all. I will always keep my personal You're emotional. ish to yourself? Yes. Because I already know that if somebody, if I'm telling that to somebody that I trust, that person usually is the one that's always telling me stuff. And I can't like that. I'm a rock for that person. I can't do that. So the only people, I mean, it's really limited. Don't poop on my parade. I will oh. not poop on people's parade. <laughs> no. I ain't going to be You are not stuff. a parade pooper. Mm-mm, Mm-mm. I ain't doing it. Absolutely not. I'll eat the poop <laughs> before true. I poop on oh, the parade. Gross. I would. You and Darwin. I don't I'm like this metaphor just, That's, that's, that's it's a bad you go to. That's fucking dope. I, I just, I want to be able to give some. This is it, babe. You're doing it. We're we're all. Yeah, we're doing it. You reminded me of that the other day. I I've got genuine advice. Yeah, let's hear it. We're stuck in this. Um, there's no more reason to be checking the news every day, guys. Really, like for real. Like I say that in most times, and people are like, "Well, I want to know what's going on in the world. What's going on in the world right now? Is everyone stuck inside and no one can do anything about it? Just stop for like once a week." Once or twice a week, yeah, check it out. Check in. Make sure you're safe. Don't do it every day. That's it's really one. bad for you. Your mental health. It's not good. Yeah, Just, and any important updates are going to make it. You'll hear about everybody <laughs> with within 24 hours, yeah. not less. Yeah, your phone will. Yeah, it will say something. Yeah, I could imagine if there was somebody who would be like a like a broadcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I say ride the wave. You know, I'm going to try to take my own advice and I'm going to let my emotions be and I'm also going to try to cheer myself up 
that's my how do you cheer yourself up well like jumping jacks in the sunshine um 24 karat magic by bruno mars um She's serious. No, I, I know. Okay. She was she was skipping around <laughs> the it yesterday. Because That's why I laughed. A, a bath to like detox with like maybe some clay in it or something to like not only just it tightens up my skin and it makes me feel good, but and it also like gets that garbage out, detoxifies. So that is a good one that I did last week and it helps so much. Um and then I'm letting myself have treats like sweets, which I, it's not good for everybody. But this is my you said what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So no, I want I'm <laughs> the gonna, other gonna night, go around the, table. the other night. Mel made Mel made an apple pie. That was so funny. Where we all eat, she comes barging in the kitchen where we're standing. <laughs> you're like you're like who says I can't have second dessert? So we, I was just no like one, nobody, not one single person. Ain't nobody <laughs> keeping you from it. Um. Yeah, it's like certain things like that. I get on the phone and call somebody that I haven't talked to in days, and that really does it for me too. And collaging, these are all things that really do pull me out of my shit mood. Um, but it's hard to do sometimes, you know. Risey. Um, a couple of things. Um, I do this. I don't know if y'all have heard about House Party, but it's a fun little like oh, FaceTime app. That. It's it's actually really fun. It's got little games incorporated. You can do like trivia. Or you can like do like a drawing game. It's actually really fun. I do that with my sisters probably once a week. Um, That's cute. Uh, one thing that like generally works for me, I'm pretty good at taking things in stride um, unless it involves my family and then I'm super not. Uh, but like with external things, what is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Yeah, it is I, true about you, Risey. Thank you. It's and this is really bad advice for most people because whenever anybody tells it to me, I'm like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> but you this isn't me. the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Like, this isn't the worst. A lot of people are sick, and that's really terrible. And I feel sorry for those people very much. But if you're just stuck in your house, chances are, this is not the worst thing that's ever yeah. happened in your life. And if it is. Good job. Kudos. That's cool. But it's not for most of us. Like, we'll make it through this. This is not going to be. It's un- unless it is. <laughs> it's not <laughs> the end of the yeah, world. I was, was going to say, yeah, unless it is. This has this. This could really, I think, it, alter reality for us abs- for good. Absolutely is going to alter well, reality. Well, it's shaking for us. it up already. It is yeah. For sure. And it feels like it's the end of the world because it is a global thing. But it's a it's an illness. It's not even a very high percentage of like death illness. Like right. ninety, if right. everyone in the world got it, ninety seven percent of the population is going to make it out. Which sucks that all those people aren't going to. But for me personally, the way I make it through is remind I, yourself this isn't the worst thing that ever. Yeah, happened. it's not the worst thing that's ever happened. About you, Apple, how you cheer yourself yeah. up? 
Well, I just before that, that's like what he said. I think definitely that comes out of this is reminds me like when nine eleven and then the Patriot got introduced. There's going to be things voted into Congress. We're going to see laws and things that come out of this, and hopefully some of those are focused at maybe letting people in this country have health care. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but to keeping myself happy right now is the same. Like I usually say, it is you know. I, I love watching movies, you know, hopefully that stays going like we talk about. Hope you know, if we all lose the internet, then we really got to die, which wouldn't be the worst thing either. Dive yeah. deep and, you know, we got books. You don't I need... Started, I started finishing a book, The Damned, the Chuck Palachnik one that I picked up last week when I was talking about his movies. I love watching series. I've been binging Trailer Park Boys, which is just <laughs> good, silly, freaking fun. It, it's it's so silly, and it's it's so well-written and funny, too. And then Ozark I've been watching. I've been enjoying watching series and getting into little projects in my room, like tackle one corner and dust everything and, move. you know, just the things you don't do. And so... Th- I'm not really going stir crazy that much yet, other than, like I said, the feeling of laying on my couch, like, I'm going to get up and go, you know, get a loco moco and get out for a little bit and go to the store, or maybe go, you know, to Target or so. You can't do any of those things. So just feeling that confinement, I'm just, I don't know, between working and entertaining myself. And the main thing is having you guys, having family. Aaron's yeah. talked about, he's like, could you imagine being on your own? I mean, I like, like I said, I was like, oh, I'd be fine because I've lived a lot, a lot on my own before but that would be really hard in this to be one person home all alone i just rub my eyeball forced to stay inside <sighs> i have itchy eyes from uh, me outside. too because Dry of the, there's, because there's of a allergies. lot of pollen this. i saw it on aaron's car today it's all yellow when we went to the store my left but, eye has been twitching nonstop for three days now because of allergies and oh I good wanted, i thought i was because you're it. angry i am angry me. all oh. the time mm-hmm. no <laughs> but i want to scratch it so bad yeah don't do it man i'm not so that, that's yeah i mean all right. Yeah, man. <laughs> Far out. Sleep I'm looking like tonight, one. like right now. I'm looking forward. I mean, we always do because we're good. Come looking forward to after we finish recording. I'm making meatloaf and scalloped potatoes and Brussels. I'm looking forward to having that to do for a couple hours. Making dinner Make is a, a bomb is meal. A nice it's, it's, it turned, is. It's, it's turned a, into a Aaron, fiesta. In Aaron, this house. Aaron <laughs> hooked it up last night. Mel's. We've all been, uh, you know, not that we usually cook crap, but we've been up in it a little because it's it's a project you get to do for a couple mm-hmm. hours. I made homemade cinnamon rolls yesterday. Those and were so fucking good. Yeah, they were really amazing. Man. And our kitchen's been staying really clean with everybody. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's like pitching in and doing it, including Simon. Yeah, he's helping out. We can throw Somewhere. him in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Comparatively, fantastic 100% 100% <laughs> hey, <yes>. emoji <laughs> well, um, like tonight we're going to throw down on a little D&D action again I'm so grateful I'm ho- for that don't need internet for that I'm although hoping, I am hoping using Melanie it. doesn't kill everything and Aaron steals all their gold but we're, we'll see yeah. what happens <laughs> we're about three minutes away from a TPK currently <laughs> nobody so, knows what that uh, is a yeah. total but everyone's gonna die I'm joking <laughs> but maybe Mel likes stabbing things and Aaron steals their gold. It's like stabby and steely over here. (laughs) So for me, it's been moving helps a lot. Running is my, has been my savior through this thing. Like if I am feeling super funky, I go run. And then by the time I'm done, all the shit is out of my head. And I feel better for a while. It makes things feel normal somehow. I don't know. 
And that's a weird part of this. Like, I think eating sweets, cooking, um, watching movies, playing video games, those are all comfort yeah. comfort items that make us feel like things are normal. So you can forget that things aren't normal for a little while, right? Absolutely. And, and there's nothing wrong with that right now. Um, so running has been one. Um, I started picking up my guitar again. That's been another thing. Reading the bedtime stories has been so much fun. <laughs> I, I'm like into it. I I have a newfound love of Dr. Seuss. Hell yeah. <laughs> it, it, those are not kids' books. They are They're, the most psychedelic, trippiest, weirdest fucking books well, ever. Well, like we always say, kids are psychedelic till they reach mm-hmm. a certain age. Yeah. So, yeah, doing doing that. And then, um, yeah, just spending time with you guys. Cuddling has yeah. been really helpful. Well, I've, I haven't cuddled with Apple and Ryan <laughs> as much. No, we're cuddling each I other gonna, most of the time. Was, okay, I'm glad he threw in the as much because we were just spooning this morning. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, it's, but those things. Um, and I, I've been writing more, too. And it's coming out, like, super easy to where it, it wasn't like that before. I would have to sit and kind of... No, you know. Th- yeah, I, I know how this thing works. I would have to think about what it was, and it would be, like, two weeks worth of me thinking about what I was going to write, and then it would then I would do it. But this is just, like, sitting down, and it happens. And that's cool. I like that. That's very cool. Um, but, yeah, man, we're all dealing with this together, and there's there's plenty of stuff to distract us. There's so many online... Instagram live streams, breakfast with Ross James and freaking Reed Mathis is doing stuff and everyone orchestra is doing stuff and Amora Mora and the Higgs and O'Teal and Andy Frasco. Fish's new album. Fish. There's so much happening. It's just not happening in your city where you can go be at it. It's happening in your home. Yep. Yep. Have you guys heard anything about, um, uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons. I, I dude, hear, I hear I people don't get at work it. talking so there's, about it. Right now, you don't get it. It's a game where you build a house on an island and you live a normal life. Right now is literally the perfect time for this game to come out. Everyone and their mom is playing this. It's not. I, it's I, got, I, I'm not. It's I'm from not years a huge ago, fan. Isn't it? It's got like a cult following it's an, kind the, of. The, the original and, one's from about ten years ago. Okay. And this new one came out just now, and it's literally you like do chores and you plant gardens, and it's like a Sims it type is game. Absolutely that, like that. And if it would have come out any other time, it would have. It's like cult like, following. Well, it's a very popular game. It, people would have been excited about it, but. People are like saving their sanity in it. You can like visit other people's islands and there's like a whole community <laughs> behind it. Like it's actually kind of cool. That's I almost want to get into it, but I'm really not a fan of that kind of game. Mm. I'm debating. Okay. All right. Well, if that's your thing, have at it, man. Now's Check the time. It it's a and this sense is a, of normality. This, you know, I was thinking about this the other day too, man. This is a time when you can try stuff that you never had time to try before. Yep. So you could you do know, that too. I have a problem with that. 
not that in <laughs> itself. Sorry. Yeah, like, no, like damn, well, personally, don't you dare try something Personally, new. I have don't. a problem with that because there's like it's the energy, the lack of desire. Like it's like, oh, I want to do that. No. Uh, yeah, but yeah, you can't like, get that hundred percent that, into yeah. it. You can't give it your all. I I've been saying that for the last three weeks at work. Like, guys, it is impossible. Physically impossible for me to pay 100% attention to what's going on right now at work. It, I can't do it. I'm in doing something and then... And off I go into the wild blue yonder for five minutes. I'm like, oh shit, I was working. And it's not even well, a, a distraction for me. It's like, I want to do it and then... Like literally, the energy, like my arms can't do it. <laughs> can't my, like, all of a sudden, my legs so are like sandbags, tired. and like, can't go well, on. then maybe instead of um, like striving for a hundred percent, like concentration, percent's <laughs> okay. No, like using it as a uh, an exercise in like self discipline, which is great coming from me because I have zero self discipline. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm looking at you. I like know. This. I, that's because that's what I've been doing. Like I can't go outside anymore. Like with this whole thing with D and D. Like I, I was diagnosed with ADD. I don't know how much stock I put into ADD in myself. It might just be a self discipline problem. Might be a balance in my head. I don't Could know. Be a little bit of both. Could be a little bit of both. It's almost certainly at least self discipline <laughs> problem. <laughs> Absolutely. That's cool that you admit that, dude. That's <laughs> for, that's awesome. One hundred percent. I have a hard time with it but even with stuff that i like like this thing you're talking about like i get that normally so like with this whole thing with D, like before this started when i was trying to set things up i would sit there and like start to work on it and then just like have no drive to do it and i had other things distract me i could go leave the house but now like i have to now you're forced yeah so i've been using it as like an exercise and well, I have no energy to do it, but what else am I going to do? I might as well do it anyway. And then once you start, you find you have the energy yeah, for it. Yeah, you work through it, and then you'll hit another wall, and then you'll I work f- through it. I feel it. like that about recording sometimes. Yep. I just don't feel like it, and I don't have anything to say. And why would anybody listen to us talk and ramble around the fucking dining room table? Who gives a shit? Yep. And then I come in here, and we talk for 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, same thing. It, you just got to... Th- that whole thing that Mel's talking about, I feel it too, man. I think the, the trick with that is just start. Start doing it and, and then gonna, see what happens. There's a cool saying that I always loved um, by Yogi Bhajan. It's one of his, um, gosh, I can't remember what it was called, but it the, the thing is when the time is on, you start and the pressure will be off. And I didn't really understand what that meant, but it's like when time is on you, like when you've got something ticking away, start and then the pressure will be off. Oh, I get it. And I always love that. I, I the like I said at is first, like not doing it when you're not. Yeah, yes. that's you're where like, the pressure's oh, coming yes. from. Fuck, I've got to do this thing. And I always thought that, and so that I that does I, helps me a lot. I think about like that's one of the my little, um, you know, if people like have Isms, quotes, yeah. things in your head. Like that one does help me a lot with discipline, with starting things, and with feeling that anxiety of like not completing things or not be able to be being able to start stuff. So I have a, I like that. One. <coughs> I have a Jerry Schaefer, my dad's a dad saying a Jerryism, a Jerryism. Everything always works out. If it hasn't worked out, it just hasn't worked out yet. So 
Everything always works out. We got this. Mm-hmm. We do got it. Out. Okay. Well, let's leave on another note because then. Let's leave on a note telling them what you're doing on Thursday. No. How about. Um, no. No. Mel said no. <laughs> no. We're not doing that. No. How about. Um, Ryder, do you have a fun or cute um, childhood story that you remember? When I punched him in the <laughs> chest. <laughs> I just cycled through about seven different stories that are neither fun nor cute. Okay, tell us a story from your childhood that we don't know. Um, <laughs> that's not depressing. Again, please. <laughs> um, have I told the punchy story on here? No. Because that's a fun one. I like no. that one. It's one of punchy. my favorites. <laughs> this is a fun story. So it's actually a few stories tied together. I... <laughs> <laughs> This is a story of child abuse, by the way. When I was a little kid, um, I, you know what started it all was me and my dad used to like, like play wrestle, and he would always let me win. And one day, I said something along the lines of, "How come I'm so small and you're so big, and I can take you down?" And he was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> and he showed me that he was letting me win, and I didn't like that at all. Um, so I devised any way I could to make. <laughs> hurt as much as I could it's mean and I, I feel bad for it but it's also very funny in hindsight and it was funny in the moment too um he would come home and there was this little ledge next to the door and I would jump off the ledge as soon as he came in the door and punch him right in his spine full like force in the air punch him in the spine and it hurt him real bad and I'd laugh and laugh and laugh and it was funny and then I found out that if you hit people in the balls it hurts them and I did that a lot too you know what we call that? So funny. We call uh, that a sociopath. Uh, yeah, right? it might have. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, is not what I expected maybe. when I was talking about childhood you stories. Well, let's end this on a good it. note. So I beat my dad because he was letting me win. No, no, here, this ends with go. a life lesson, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the first time I met both my uncles on my dad's side, um, or one of the first times, I jumped off of an armrest and Superman punched them both in the balls at the same time. And it was the funniest thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life still to this day. Um, and then one time Aaron was sitting in or was crouched down in uh, my grandma's house in the computer room. And I can visualize this room perfectly. It's there's a flashbulb moment. Um, he was sitting going through some kind of box or something. Um, and his back was just like just he was like presenting his spinal cord to me. <laughs> wow! And there was no thought process to it. I was like, I'm going to go punch him in the back. Cause it's funny. Every time I do it, every time. <laughs> and I did really hard. And he <laughs> instinctually turned around and punched me as hard as he could in the chest. And I was how old? Five. Mm-hmm. Let's say five. I like the way you describe. <laughs> Well, okay, you know, like, like a knee jerk reaction. Like it, it wasn't like I'm going to teach this kid a lesson. No, it was. It was it like was somebody instinct. just punched me in the spine, so I just turned around and reacted. And I wasn't expecting a five year old to be behind me, and so I just blasted him full force. I'm a, I was a grown man at this point. Hit him as hard as I could, and I felt his little chest wrap around my fist. And I saw his eyes go wide and I immediately, as I pulled back the punch, engulfed him in a hug and was like, please don't, please don't cry. Don't, don't. There's no way I wasn't crying. <laughs> Absolutely no way. As soon as like, I could well, breathe again. It was like again. a smother hug. Like, come on, man. I'll yeah. do whatever you want. That eyes like, wide moment was, was my brain taking a, an 
exact picture of what was happening. <laughs> well, did you ever hit anybody in the spine again after that? Probably. Probably. <laughs> ever is a... As Probably. much? Definitely not as much. Okay. Not adults. No one bigger than... No one, like, maybe okay, friends learned, in don't middle hit school. bigger than Yeah. You. Okay. <laughs> All right, Apple, your turn. Okay, now, now the only thing I can... I got to do some follow-up with another ball-kicking story. What? I, I, that just sent it on that kid, road. Every little boy it's has a, a ball It's your kicking. own childhood story. Oh, okay. I was going to tell you what, well, mm. that when Simon kicked me. And you guys... Do no, this is yours. Yeah, oh, your childhood story. Yeah. But that was funny. Uh, I I just got completely sidetracked. Does anybody want to go for me? Sorry. I got go completely babe. sidetracked by that. I got to dig into my childhood. I, all mine are awful. See, that's why... You don't why have any happy childhood memory. Nothing. Uh, oh, I've got a happy one that's genuinely no, happy. You so too late. You wanted to do a mean one. Well, this is not... This is, this is just... This goes to show mean siblings. This is a mean sibling story. No. No? We've um, already done enough damage with the COVID 45 minutes where we're trying to do something know. nice toward the end. You guys can't come up with nothing sweet. Nope. Every I, Wow. I really can't. That's what I, I was thinking too, trying to remember like a. Every year in elementary school, for the, well, not every year, for the last four, three years of elementary school, um, my parents would go up to Mount Charleston and get like big, like, totes like big like 30 gallon totes of uh snow and bring it to my school do you guys remember that no they would bring it and um my class would play in the snow for a day because we lived in the middle of the desert we never got snow oh that's cool yeah that was really cool I, I remember one that was i wish i could do this right now i think everybody would enjoy doing this right now and older people may rem- Remember when they, when they used to have, like, the, they, I mean, I guess they still do, the fairs at, like, the elementary mm-hmm. schools and junior highs. Yeah. They'd have the cakewalk yeah. and all those things. I remember that was always so fun to participate in, doing all those. But I remember when I was in school, you remember when the junkyard would bring cars? No. Do you know? No. The no, junkyard man. for up, up until, uh, I think I was in ninth grade, ninth, tenth grade is when that stopped. They even did. They actually was tenth grade because they did it uh, at Clark when I was in tenth grade. The junkyard would bring like cars that had been towed in, that no motor or anything, and you'd buy a ticket for like a dollar, and you got a minute to smash the car with a sledgehammer. So what? Yeah, and all they do. I mean, nowadays, because 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 of lawsuits and liability and insurance, changed the world to where, but. But oh, I, I remember waiver. a couple yeah. times I got a I got a like a little cut from a piece of glass because they had the windshield. If you were the lucky person, you got first crack at the windshields yes. and the headlights, and they'd have like six cars. And once one was mashed up enough, they'd pull another one in, and they did this at the schools. That's and hilarious. and they would have the longest line yeah, for would. people, just wow. and parents, everything like Never taking out their that. aggression, <laughs> and it, it was super fun. Parents it, it, too, yeah, yeah, parents and kids, and and I'm you, sure wow. teachers are lining up. That okay. I, I just had that flash of of like of because that would be it, it, I would love to do that right now. <laughs> Smash up a if the junkyard would pull a car out here into the cul-de-sac, <laughs> and I, I had to buy you know a dollar for a minute. I'd go out there and just be like, "Here's thirty dollars. Here's a thousand dollars." And just the car. Woo! Woo! And they, I mean, we yeah, they 
they allowed crazy things in the 70s. Yeah, 80s. we had a smoking area in our school. Yeah, but. yeah. Back then it wasn't like Suey McGee suing everybody for everything. Yeah. I so got it one. It was a different world. I, I, thought and of I a, loved that. I thought of a good yeah, memory. That was cool. Okay, go for it. So when I was, um, man, I'm going to have to throw that cup across the room one of these days, dude. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. When I was a little kid, a like nice maybe five, my dad had a motorcycle. And it was awesome. It was. It wasn't a Harley. It was like a Yamaha. And um, he had his helmet painted. My dad was a Vegas producer producer of shows in Vegas, and he had a show a topless showgirl painted on his helmet, and he also had her painted on the tank with like rhinestones. And like it was super detailed. That is the most Vegas thing I've ever heard in my entire. That's yeah. the equivalent of a affliction shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, but yeah. like the the seventies version. Seventies yeah. version. Like, if you think of those, like those vans w- in the seventies with the mud flaps, with the mud flaps and like the big barbarian on the side. Like this was the motorcycle equivalent of that, right? And on my helmet, there was like a a creature, like a a lizard man creature on my helmet and every weekend on Saturday and Sunday we would wake up in the morning and I would put on my helmet and my gloves and we would ride that motorcycle down um, for those of you that live in LA we lived in Malibu uh, right where the J Paul Getty Museum is it's like this hill that ends at the Pacific Coast Highway right at the beach so we would ride down the hill and you could see like the sun reflecting on the ocean. And then we would ride up sunset into the Pacific Palisades to this deli and um, have breakfast. And I just remember riding on the back of that motorcycle was the fucking coolest feeling. I felt like the coolest kid ever because my dad <laughs> had this bitchin' bite. Yep. And I had this cool helmet and my gloves and I was with my dad and I was safe and the world was all innocent and perfect and we were going to have bagels and it was the best fucking thing ever. That's so sweet. that's a good memory. That's Holy really God. cute. I love that. What's yours, Mel? Your turn, Mel. Um, I don't have like a long drawn out one, but I remember when I lived, It was I was in first grade and I lived in upstate New York with my aunt and every morning we would drive by this farm and look at the horses and I always wanted a horse like ever since I was little love horses and there was this one called cinnamon that well we made we made up the name we didn't know the name you named her we named her cinnamon and I just remember like how beautiful it was it looked like cinnamon sugar mix you know like when you mix that and the hair and like I just remember that horse still till this day like I was in first grade and I remember cinnamon driving down going to so school. So is that the thing that made you well, I guess all most little girls love ponies and horses. Yeah, that's a it, that's a thing. I, a I think that that definitely was an impression in me like forever because I just always I didn't understand living in the, when you're a city kid, you don't understand that people can own horses. 
Yeah, oh, that's yeah, true. So. Yeah. You don't know that. Like, that's not a reality. And then especially living in the Bronx in the projects or in Queens and these buildings, like, you didn't know about that. So when you got to see that and actually see, like, somebody riding a horse, like, oh, my gosh. And it was, like, down the street from my like aunt's house. Like, look at that freedom. Yes, it was, like, a huge deal for me. And that was, um, I just always loved living there because of those horses. And there was a lot of stability so there, too. If when you get to have a horse someday, you're going to look for one like that. Would you want cinnamon one that was, color and name I would it love cinnamon? One that, it I would like, love one that color. Like, cinnamon was just... Be like, I got my cinnamon. <laughs> yeah, it was really cute. So I remember. I remember now now we got to go listen to Neil Young. <laughs> cinnamon girl. <laughs> All right, cinnamon horse. (laughs) So there's some nice stories. Ryder got punched. Apple smashed a car. I rode a motorcycle and Mel saw a horse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was kind of... All right. Snow in the desert. Yay. Uh, Thursday at 6 p.m. is going to be uh, Daniel uh, Schenken and my second installment of No Simple Integration. And it is going to be on Zoom. I, we will, of course, uh, post it on No Simple Road. I'll post it on it's posted. Um, Kundalini Mom or for reminders or whatever. Um, right? You know, It's like, up on nosimpleroad.com oh, right now. Well, the link for, it, for the meeting is up there. Yeah. And so on Instagram, we'll remind you again a day or two before that. But yeah, if you are interested, it was super fun last week. What's this week going to be? Uh, we haven't decided yet. Okay. And then 8 o'clock Pacific time, Monday through... Thursday, maybe Friday, uh, we're reading bedtime stories, or I'm reading bedtime stories. I don't know why I said we. Well, because I helped and you Mel, a little bit. Me and Mel. And yeah, Apple is doing movie um, suggestions. Apple reviews. Apple's <laughs> just Apple's and review. It Apple's review. Or it could be anything. And on Tuesdays is my, I don't know what, I try to put it out at the same time, but every week I had a hard time posting it. Yeah, so well, it comes out on Tuesdays sometime. My little, you know. Yoga blurb. Yeah. All right, so there's lots Yo- going on. Yogl, yoglerb, yogl, yoglerb, <laughs> yoglerb. That's it. It's like a yodel, yogl. So everybody, yogl- take yogl- care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Stay safe. Stay clean. Stay healthy. We love you, and we will be back on Tuesday with Apollo Suns, and the following. They're week, fantastic. Yeah, everybody. if you haven't listened to them, they're you, really freaking amazing. That's something you can do that'll make you happy right now. Yeah. That, yeah, that music. their music is... I want to shout out the other um, band that we... Pacific Range. Yes. They're coming on the show. Pacific Range. Listen to them. I feel like that album was like after the coronavirus. That's the theme song. Oh, and oh like yeah. That's what it felt like mm-hmm. to me. Like the new dawning COVID-19, on something. COVID-19, Mel. Sorry. Pacific like the new Range. dawn of everything. And it's like warm and beautiful and like an eagle soaring and like it just feels so good what so was okay. what was that song they were oh, listening to yesterday shout out to billy hammer yeah. music oh. that was such a on good soundcloud he put out sunday, um, morning. sunday, sunday morning. morning and the first of all five one of my favorites already so beautiful he does it better than maroon five I'm sorry. you're yeah, allowed to say that <laughs> i think Billy's is, yeah way better so, and then this episode of heads talking will be posted on YouTube, on our YouTube channel. We recorded this on Zoom, sir. Oh, sure. I forgot. I wave hi. Yay. We we you've you watched all of us touch our face at least once or oh, twice. Oh, me the word. I've rubbed my eyes. I so didn't do it once. My eyes are itchy. You're at home. You're why. allowed. All right, guys. Take care of each other. We'll be back with more stuff and things. Take care of yourself. And yeah. 
Just Take just breathe. Your head. If you start tripping, just breathe, man. Go back to the breath. You always got that. We love you. We'll see I you love soon. you. tell you about the april may 2023 issue of relics magazine features a dave matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the national graham nash wayne shorter alo ivan neville our friend eric krasno and stanton moore marty stewart and much more check out the latest version of relics and subscribe now at relics.com dmb thanks relics welcome to us talking about our podcast for a minute What's the name of that podcast? That's Axe to Grind. Uh, and right now you're going to be getting a little a little taste of it, right down to the shaky microphone and all. <laughs> and my name's Bob. And my name's Patrick. And usually we're joined by Tom. Tom's the best. Tom has a real grown-up job that requires him to be at work. But we talk about decidedly not-so-grown-up things like... Hardcore music and things that people that like hardcore music tend to like. So that could be the latest shows, uh, revisiting classic material, talking about the new classics, um, all the little dorm room nonsense that you imagine from a niche music podcast that, that you either love, want to love, or hate. Yeah, imagine all the emotions that you have towards a genre that, that uh, has impacted your life uh, and then condense them down to an hour to two hours a week. So triangulate your speakers, think about jumping off the bed, singing along, dancing like an idiot, and listen to Axe Grind Podcast.